0: My name is Jill Renee Feeler. Welcome to Creating the Platinum Age. I am so glad that you're here today. Today is the monthly gifted webinar. We do this obviously once a month and I really look forward to this opportunity to share with you and I'm obviously sharing in the other weeks that I'm not sharing here but thank you for joining us today. Very happy you could join us today. (sighs) The flow of today's show. We will start with some conscious breaths to help us more fully um, access this heart-centered consciousness filled with well-being, inner peace, um, heightened awareness of our opportunities and our choices in each and every moment in our life. And of course a lot more of us are choosing love-based ways of being and responding to each and every one of the creations that we have set in motion. Oh, conscious breathing gets us started in a really nice direction. After the conscious breaths, we may talk a little bit about current energy flows and any updates that I feel um, led to share and then we will get to the special topic. I think we're going to be talking about sovereignty um, and another level of what that means for us and our human experience. Um, So I'm excited about that and whatever else uh, shows up for us today as we're as we're so present in this divine energy. After the special topic we will do a very brief meditation slash activation. Some of us are beginning to call them activations and they really help us tune our energy fields to our inherent divinity. It's a completely different um, and new way of experience our, our experiencing our humanity that so many of us are really consciously aware of now. So I celebrate this experience and I f- delight in supporting you in your own unique version of that, your own unique process of really personal ascension. Okay, let's start with some conscious breaths, please. Have you closed your eyes and take some nice deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Even deeper and slower this time, please. Please imagine an elevator in the middle of your head. And we're going to ask that elevator to drop down into our heart space, slowly dropping into that heart-centered chakra. And then let those elevator doors open and let your attention and your awareness step out of that box into the openness of light that you are in your infinite states of being. That light is still available to us amidst our humanity, and this is becoming more and more true. We're making this more and more true um, in our experience here. Nice deep breath. Oh, you may want to smile if you're not already. Hmm. We call upon the highest levels of light, the most purest frequencies of love <clears throat> that we are in the all that is. We ask to be receivers of this light while we are also creators of this light. We are integrating our inherent sovereignty, our eternal states of love. Into our humanity because it is time and because we remember that we can and that the ages support this, the ages actually call upon it. I ask to be a clear and perfect conduit of divine wisdom, enriching information, healing, and restoration in this message and in the sharing today. With those with hearts to hear, I ask for all the assistance that you need to fully receive whatever you wish in this experience. And so it is. Okay. Hmm. Beautifully done, everybody. Now I can say welcome to a whole new level (laughs) of all of us. Doesn't it feel amazingly um, powerful that just that simple shift um, in awareness, our energy fields are, are tuned in that process and calibrated to a level of inherent knowing, a level of well-being, a level of aligning with our highest good, and very clear discernment about what is in our highest good. Um, And that's what we're going to be talking about just a little bit um, in terms of the current energy flows and any sort of updates that we have energetically. What I'm noticing um, with my client work and in my own personal journey that there are increasing levels of opportunities for us and how we experience ourselves and how we create. Um, And I ask you to be very discerning for yourself. We are each a unique aspect of God and sometimes opportunities that come up may not be a perfect match for our own inner balance and our own sense of highest good. And sometimes it makes for some uncomfortable choices, um, especially if you have uh, some pre-coded, nature. I don't want to say pre-coded at a soul level, but some of us have a lot of training in wanting to please others and wanting to uh, keep everything smooth and harmonious in relationships and sometimes that way of being means that we sacrifice what's in our highest good and what feels the most in balance for us. Um, in those instances sometimes we sacrifice even our personal values and senses of truth not in a really exaggerated like oh that's terrible kind of way but in very subtle nuances of just feeling like you're out of alignment with your own light. You're own sovereignty for the sake of someone else's dream or someone else's sovereignty. So just notice that for yourself in your own journey. Give yourself permission to make decisions that you feel in that moment and that you discern are in your highest good, even if others may not like your answers, even if others may not like the choices that you're making. We are exploring ourselves and what it means to be a sovereign being. Um, So I feel even less uh, degrees of certainty between a right answer and a wrong answer. We are into flavors of right answers here, and there are some that will feel better to us than others, and some that will feel better to others than, than others, uh, the other person in, a, in an experience or an exchange. Trust yourself. Operate from love to the best of your ability in love for yourself and love for the all that is. Um, this gets tricky sometimes, it really does. And um, oh, just explore, give yourself permission, try to stay out of judgment that, that there is a wrong answer when you are truly operating in a love based system. Um, I know as a lot of us are really turning on even more of our higher sensor awareness systems, we are very capable of tapping into how others are perceiving us or how others are likely uh, or even exactly how they're going to perceive um, something that we do or something that we say and it can really make the layers of the experience even more kind of broad as we're tapping into all the different possible scenarios of how things may be received. Um, Since we can't control it, it, I mean, you may want to consider whether that sort of process is even valuable for you. How much are your decisions right now being made based on how other people's, how other people may or may not respond? As compared to decisions that you make for yourself based on how you feel about a situation, whether you can explain that correctly or whether you need or don't need to justify that to another person. But I encourage you to really, if you have patterns like this in your life, that you give yourself the biggest vote, that you are the stakeholder, the largest stakeholder in your journey. And as we more consciously create, this becomes more of a truth system for us. Yes, that's so beautiful. Okay. The other aspect in terms of discernment and this expanding range of, of right quote-unquote choices is that something that may have felt so right for us before or so supportive of us before in our unique journeys may just not quite feel as an alignment for you anymore. Um, and notice that for yourself as, as I've noticed those kind of patterns in my own life and relationships start to take on a new meaning or start to feel complete. Um, that there was a season for some sort of relationship and then at some point it just feels like it's being forced in a way and that the the mutual benefit isn't as clear. Um, so notice for yourself and I guess the other layer of that is just because something is working really really well for another person doesn't mean it's a fit for you. Um, so always no matter how you know, how strongly recommended somebody um, a support system or an article or a video or whatever you were using for support no matter how much somebody else loved that experience give yourself permission to make it your own you are a unique aspect of God so every single experience that you have is going to be uniquely your own what really charges you up may not charge someone else up what really feels draining to you may have no impact on another person (laughs) so this this um heterogeneity that we're really uh, coming into in our human experiences is really, really noticeable right now. Um, And I just, I love this part because to me it's such a powerful sign of our, our inherent creator ability is really coming to the forefront, that we are master-level beings bringing this mastery into this reality, and masters tend to do things their own way. We do. (laughs) That doesn't mean we don't collaborate. That doesn't mean we don't cooperate. That doesn't mean we don't resonate with with compatible things and create harmony with each other um, in relationships and experiences, Um, and yet we will notice more and more that the beautiful contrast that's part of this reality. It's a beautiful component of being on Earth in a human body suit that we get to pretend that we're separate from another. Uh to me the idea of, of just jello that's all red with no <laughs> no chunks of fruit or <laughs> whatever it is just seems so boring to me. So I celebrate that really the diversity that we are further co creating into and um manifesting and animating from in our lives and I Um, To me, it just means more joy. So anyway, just wanted to offer that. (laughs) That sense of of what's happening from my perspective in my world. (laughs) You may be feeling it too. I need to get a drink. Hang on a minute. Beautiful. Gabriel, uh, Archangel Gabriel is is definitely uh, part of the message today. I can feel that Uh, playful, jovial um, sibling (laughs) sort of vibration here with us. Um, And Gabriel is just saying that part of what this means for us in our lifetime is further joy um, and increasing access to joy no matter what the experience is, no matter what's being offered by another person, that always on access to joy is becoming more and more prevalent. And because we are giving ourselves more permission to be our own unique aspect of God, figuring that out as we go and that's okay, we are feeling more freedom and more liberation. There are so many ties um, and structures related to conformity, even in spiritual, spiritual communities and spiritual circles. Um, there's a way to do things. And I, I don't like kind of to be told what to do. <laughs> and I know a lot of you have this layer of rebellion too and I feel like we've wired it up this way for ourselves not rebellion just to be um, antagonistic but more just the the opportunity to be independent, if you will, in our own God consciousness, and what feels right to us, what we feel like creating, what we feel joy and experiencing, and allowing that variety that somebody else has a different version of it, and that that's okay, that we're not hinged or tied to a system of doing things, just because that's the way it's been done. I love the revolutionary and evolutionary sorts of codes that are literally within us and everything that we do. Um, and I think it's funny when I get angry about things. Um, about, you know, when I bump up against a system that seems so rigid, like it's only allowing, um, you know, certain members of of humanity to a group or something like that and then I get to decide, okay, if I'm feeling like there's any sort of barrier between me and that experience, is it meant for me? Do I really want to be part of an experience that is so isolating and um, uh, exclusionary sort of thing? So anyway, and just... Everything that we create sometimes, you know, writing a book or whatever, there's a system in place that's been created that works really well for those that are already in that system. But when we are creating anew from these new energies, look for the barriers and notice which ones you want to overcome in the traditional way and which ones are assigned for you to to head another direction and create anew. Create in a sense that honors your unique sovereignty. Because there is no one that is going to write a book like you. There's no one that's going to sing like you. There's no one that's going to create like you, whatever that means for you. Painting, creating a household. We're creator beings. We create consistently in every moment of our lives. We create thoughts. We create feelings. We create relationships. We foster relationships. We create that is the most inherent nature of source energy. We create and to me creation is rooted in desire. What do you desire? I am so hooked on joy and love and harmony and opportunity and freedom and liberation and all of these sensations that I feel are more available to us and more online for us in our human experience right now. Conformity just feels so boring um so been there so done that and a lot of us really feel like we're here to not necessarily break molds because that seems like it's um it's again antagonistic with the purpose of breaking a mold i just want to be me so that may have the effect of breaking a mold but what i really want to do what my inherent kind of drive is is just to be my unique expression of expression of god that i feel just ever unfolding within my energy field. This is fun. It can be fun. That doesn't mean it's always easy. And it doesn't mean we're always well received. I'm more and more okay with that in my experience. And as we've noticed each other more clearly, the the resonance that we feel for each other. We are developing amazing support systems of encouragement um, and asking for feedback from individuals that we that we feel are resonant with what the way that we use energy, the way that we wire ourselves to create, um, not just in a win-lose situation, but looking for outcomes and supporting outcomes where everybody wins. Honoring our free will while honoring the free will of others. Ah, oh, this is so in alignment with sovereignty to me, uh, sovereignty to me. So I can't wait <laughs> to hear more uh, related to the message today. Let me just see if there's anything else um, related to this. Okay. Yeah, I totally feel that. Okay. Um, What Gabriel's just pointing out is that because of the way that we're expanding timelines and honoring more and more of the free will um, of our conscious creations even, there can be, um, you know, some would feel that there, the more that we are conscious of our soul self, of our highest self, of our God um, essence that we are really truly rooted in um, and more and more so in our conscious experiencing our humanity, that one would think that we would feel less isolated and that we would feel less lonely um, and more like um, a teammate and a member of of a defined kind of pack and defined sense of cosmic family. And yet what can also happen, and I do feel like this is happening uh, for some of us, is that it isn't going that way. And that the further that we are unfolding and experiencing our unique aspect of God, we may feel more resonance with other people, but as we clearly are owning our own aspect of God, and others are doing the same thing, you actually can feel another version of the contrast. It's, it's frequencies of light. It's, the, it's like colors of the rainbow, they're all beautiful, they all work together, and yet mine feels and looks different than yours, and yours looks and feels different than mine. So that can play games with our ego if if and when our ego has moments of of kind of taking over in a constrained way that's out of alignment and out of reach uh, of our God Self. If our God Self isn't as present and expanded in our energy field, there can be little inner lurkings of something being wrong and that we're doing something wrong, or someone else is, is hurting us or harming us. There can be really interesting uh, translations of facts that can be a different version of the truth than maybe another would offer. I really encourage you in those moments to, um, well, let's. Uh, Gabriel's saying to tell him what you do. Whenever I feel like I am in a moment of experiencing, I want to say more constrained, where I don't feel as much of my love for myself and I don't feel as much of that unconditional love for another person, what I do is I pause. In that moment, I pause because I know when I'm at my most aligned state, I feel such love for myself and my own journey of right alongside just tremendous unconditional love for other people. So whenever I'm not feeling that, whenever that vibration isn't the root and foundation, of my moment, my moment of creation and experience, I pause because I would rather pause than act upon another vibration of insecurity, perpetuating separation, us and them, you know, they're up and I'm down or I'm up and they're down, that kind of sensation, so I pause. Sometimes just that pause and noticing I feel off center, I don't feel as stable right now, in my love for myself and the love of all that is, and I'd rather, you know, I know it's, I know it's in, I know it's in here somewhere. <laughs> uh, so if I just pause for a moment, then it, it, may just all of a sudden I'll be like, oh yeah, there you are. Okay, now, now what do I want to? <laughs> now how do I want to interpret whatever was going on there and kind of rewrite, uh, rewrite the my interpretation and my perspective about what is in that moment, and therefore how I want to respond consciously responding or choosing or creating or deciding or whatever the case may be. The other thing that you can always do is you know, reach out to somebody that you that you trust um, is also choosing the similar vibrations of love, Um, fifth dimensional frequencies of of win-win where everybody wins and everything that we do can be offering a win-win outcome for everybody involved. It doesn't need to be a fourth and third dimensional game of of us and them and winners and losers and if I do something then somebody else will be out something that there's always opportunities to create and feel whole and complete no matter what another person is being or doing. Reach out to somebody so that you can bounce your ideas off of them. I just did that yesterday (laughs) and it felt very good. I felt more centered and more aligned and I could hear what this other person was saying and I was, I could consider it and discern it for myself and, and then choose how I wanted to feel about a situation or decide to act or not act in anything. But notice that the choices are there. We are no longer compelled to operate in an unconscious manner or fashion in our humanity. Now we're consistently exploring versions and uh, sensations of love and what feels most in alignment with love and harmony and our joy and others, you know, the opportunity for joy that we all have. But that doesn't mean that we're guessing with a blindfold on anymore. So trust yourself and trust this process. Trust the shift of ages that we are in the midst of that we so carefully planned and yet we are offered free will. So there are always choices in every moment even in how you feel. And that's not widely recognized yet in in our human experience that feelings are also a choice. We can choose to let the anger build or let the fear build or insecurity um, or whatever it is. We can let it build or we can just notice it as a layer of who and what we are in this broadening, expanding sense of who and what we are. It doesn't need to own us anymore so we can allow the love vibration to slide right in from within our heart-centered space. And not take over in an, in a, um, oh, like a controlling, manipulative way, but in a, at least giving your love-based frequencies a voice to your experience and your, your decisions and, and what you're being. How you want to look at other people, that's such a powerful way of being, to choose to look at others with love. Yeah, an honor. It feels so much better. Yeah, that feels complete. (laughs) Gabriel's like, let's get started. (laughs) Yes, let's do that. Okay, I'm going to mute again for a moment and get a drink, and then we'll get started. Okay. Okay. So for those that are new to this experience, what am I doing? Who am I talking to? <laughs> <laughs> mm. To me this some would call it channeling. I don't look at it as channeling uh, for some reason, because most people that most of the times that I've heard the word channeling, it's it's somebody else taking over my field and I don't look at it that way. Um, I really do feel that me as Jill, and I know that more of us because I, I know you <laughs> are feeling this way more and more about ourselves, that that our human experience, that we are like a vessel for God's, God's energy, for Source Creator to be and that that can mean we are an expression of more than one soul. It was shown to me in May of 2011 that I am a vessel for a collection of beings in the highest realms. How's that for access right? And expansion and feeling like you have access to you know infinite amounts of love and wisdom and And support for others and support for ourselves in this process. Uh, We're in an unprecedented shift, so yeah, (laughs) we shake up the paradigms of even the roles that can be played here at this time. So to me, Gabriel is not separate from my highest self. He is one with a collection of beings that I feel I am and that I have access to. Jesus did it this way too, friends. Yeah, and (laughs) And Buddha's like, how much do we want to go into here? (laughs) Yeah. We are more than we think we are. We are infinite beings. What do you want that to mean to you? What do you want that to allow you to be and create an experience from in your human experience? We are capable of redefining everything about who and what we are. And there is no limit to what you can be. It doesn't matter what we started off with. It doesn't matter the human version of our story that we were telling ourselves for any number of years or any any number of decades in our lifetime. Resurrection starts in any moment you allow the power of God to come in and in a flooding you sort of way where you get to reevaluate who and what you are, what you want to feel, what you want to know, and what you want to experience amidst this game-changing time on Earth amidst human evolution, creating human evolution by being another evolution of yourself. Thank you. So what I'm doing in this experience is I'm opening and expanding my energy field from my heart-centered space even more than I normally am. I'm invoking the love and the wisdom of God within all of us and within me and my energy field and I'm asking what sort of messages or support or wisdom can be offered today to help these beautiful other unique aspects of God remember the love that they are eternally and what they can allow that to mean in their human experience. So I close my eyes. Sometimes I make a little like a cup almost feeling in my hand. I put one palm like like a cup and then I put the other one right underneath it and I just place it in my lap. And I trust and I tune my field to the vibrations of infinite love that we are alongside our being human. and then I allow. Our partner here Jill was asked recently from someone who had participated in the online classes that we share through her She said, you talk a lot about sovereignty. What is sovereignty to you? And our partner loved the question and responded, we could do a whole show on on that. And so we will. And so we are. And so let's begin. What is sovereignty from our perspective? we will address this question and offer you a truth that is from the relevance of the human energy field from the human experience that seems most appropriate yes please take a nice deep breath for what we will share for many of you will be A completely different definition of not only what humanity is and what it's capable of being again and being recreated, (laughs) newly created into. And it's necessary to, if you are interested and desire to receive a new truth about who and what you are and who and what the human race is, It is necessary to be open energetically to a new truth. It will not be opposed upon you. We love you and we honor you. All the choices that you make, even your truth systems. We see you as an inherent and eternal vessel of God. And we honor your ability to create a set of truth systems and belief systems and associated energy patterns from which you know yourself. And yet you are here, so you must be open to some sort of new version of experiencing yourself because that's what our partner does. (laughs) She is here to assist in creating a new version of humanity known as the Divine Human. Sovereign being recognizes that there is opportunity to suffer, just as there are opportunities to thrive. From your sovereignty, you expand beyond being underneath or within an emotion or a feeling of what we would call the first-generation experience of humanity. That you are now evolving from. Your sovereignty recognizes all of these layers of humanity that has been part of the separation age, part of the past about 26,500 years, and recognizes that all of those were a part of God's ability to incarnate into a human form and pretend that it wasn't God. Forget that it wasn't God. In order to allow that opportunity, we created that opportunity, all of us. We wondered what it would be like to forget that we were God. It is very common amidst an expansion or enlightenment stage of experiencing yourself to judge humanity, thereby judging yourself, that something bad has happened, that humanity was hijacked, is controlled, is manipulated by a force bigger than you, bigger than humanity. But is anything bigger than God? Because humanity is God. Even when it was forgetting it was God, it is God, it is source creator. You cannot separate source from the all that is, but you, in your ingenious ways of being a creator being, and a creation team of earth, and a creation team of humanity, and the human vessel, that would be a divine vehicle for an infinite being known as the soul, or a collection of souls. You created an experience by creating ages in the cycle on earth in which you could forget that you are God. And now the ages turn. And because you are choosing to go through this opportunity, the shift of ages, while remaining in your human form, tremendous shifting, expansion, evolution, redefinition, Resurrection, transformation, restoration of light is underway and is offered to all, but is likely to only be chosen by some, because some of you chose to get this show going, to get this ball rolling. Hmm. Your sovereignty is the vibration of source that creates realities that dreams up ages on a physical planet that will have revolutions around a stargate and be balanced by that stargate, the doorway to dimensions. That you would project an inner sense of all that is and twist it so it looks like it's separate and outside of itself, like pulling a sock inside out. We delight in (laughs) the genius of your creator being and the teams with which you've participated in to come up with. This amazing type of experience that is Earth and is humanity, that is you. Deep breath, please. So your sovereignty is a structure that is the perfect representation of your infinite creator ability. Your inherent power of love and of light Sovereignty also gets separated in the separation age along with your God consciousness along with your inherent wisdom along with the ease and grace of unconditional love That is just a part of inseparable part of the all that is in the ways of being conscious of the all that is as you restore your consciousness it is infathomable to us to go about that process without also regaining your sense of sovereignty and a set of truths and beliefs that make sense of your sovereignty so that you can operate more consciously from it. Humanity has the opportunity at this time and you are pre-wired to assemble it for yourself. A sense and an experience of being your creator self, rooted in unconditional love for you, for others, for all others, no matter what they're doing unconsciously, no matter what they have been, In their unconsciousness, no matter what they are being amidst their unconscious states of being and knowing themselves. You know that we do it this way. You are tuned to know that in the All That Is, in the highest realms where we are still quote-unquote conscious where we are not part of the unconsciousness experience as you are you know that we have even if you haven't recognized it for yourself even if you're not conscious of it you have a sense that in this level of being from the highest realms that we have love for all humans for all life all races of ETs All experiences? Do you now remember that you are also capable of not only adopting, which would imply that you didn't have it before, but restoring that vibration of inherent love within your human experience? We're not denying the fact that you may not have known it until now. As you know yourself and your humanness. But that does not change the reality that it is who you are in the All That Is, when you are not pretending to be unconscious. And along with that comes a sense of personal responsibility. The purest sense of the word responsibility in our Way of viewing and being, is responding to your abilities, your God-given abilities, your godliness, your God-essence, your ability to choose to know and be love, for yourself, to honor you, to be consciously aware of where you are sacrificing anywhere in your life, Sacrificing your joy, limiting your power, pretending you're small, keeping joy and abundance at bay, because you may have had or may still have truths and beliefs that somehow it's toxic to your well-being. That doesn't have to be your truth anymore either. Those are choices your truths and beliefs, as we recently shared through our partner in a message that she shared called Knowing Self. We highly recommend that message. We remind you, as we did in that message, that in your humanness, in the midst of unconsciously being human, you identify yourself by your truths and beliefs. Your identity is intrinsically tied to your sense of what is real and what isn't real in your sense of reality, in your personally created reality. And that structure becomes quite rigid, because if your identity is your truths and beliefs, your human self in that, in that range of vibration has to have an identity. <laughs> and if it's your truths and beliefs, it's not going to let go of them very easily. But we remind you that your highest self knows that your truths and beliefs are like a pair of shoes that you get to experience yourself within. They feel a certain way, they help you operate in a certain way, and they help you be seen in a certain way. They connote a version of you and signify a version of you, but it's just a version of you. It's not the infinite you. The infinite you is incapable of being held within any sort of current version of human truth or belief. Your most accommodating truth and belief to your sovereignty is that you are love. Your identity is love and love has created a way of being in a midst of a constrained, collapsed set of frequencies, a narrow range of energy patterns that were so perfectly designed that you could forget your root identity as love, as source creator. And creating unconsciously, <laughs> a lot of crazy things can happen, and do happen, and are happening. Those are reflections of the separation age. They are not the reflections of the love that you are so beautifully remembering in your expansion and personal ascension processes. The best reflection of your love is your sense of joy, is your sense of excitement, is your sense of discernment and remembered self-empowerment that you decide what is in alignment for you, that you uniquely create your energy patterns, and that you are responsible for your personal energy field. Because when you don't take responsibility for your personal energy field and how it's working for you or not, you're at the mercy of it. You're at the mercy of an unstable force that you have not remembered. That you are literally in control of consciously you can be and it's very energetically draining and exhausting and most in often out of joy to feel like your personal energy field is constantly under attack or available for being attacked your sovereignty knows the strength of love that is always available and more and more as you operate from it you increase the stabilization of the light that you are and that you are restoring in your human experience. Nice deep breath. As you remember in a more personal and real way for you that you make it real, that you are eternally light and that this light is more and more available to you in your humanness, then you are less likely to have truths and beliefs that would have you under processes or protocols that you need to bring in the light from anywhere outside of yourself. There is light outside of you. That's the light of all the other life forms and the reflection of what's in you. Remember, (laughs) with this unprecedented age, as you are remembering your light, you're still finding it, finding a way to do it in the midst of the physical layers of energy that are available on Earth. So you still are able to have that sense of separation from others unique aspect of God others unique light force and light being light truth light form you can notice the versions of light that are being created and there is harmony and beauty amidst the coming together of the versions of light that you are further allowing and creating and supporting and operating from in your human journey, so the need or necessity to pull in light through your crown chakra from another another force or source, or that you need to rely upon another's light to reinforce the light within you. Support is very different, um, at different versions of the experience, really. So notice how you view support from others. Is it incorporating their light into your energy field? Or is it used as almost like a a mirror or a role model or an example for how to be your unique light, which needs to be personalized since you are a unique aspect of God. Your desires are unique. The way you feel joy, the way you feel love is unique. The way you share love and share joy is unique. The way you receive love and joy from others is unique everything about you is unique <sighs> <clears throat> the level of sovereignty that we are referring to here is still so unique and rare in human form And the reason that we share that is to further encourage you to be the example for yourself. To trust yourself as the cosmic explorer that you are. That you are assembling, redesigning your energy field to accommodate and call upon the light of God from within that you are. Uh, sit with that for a moment. So your search for evidence of light outside of you may be much more draining than you're basking in the light of God that you already are accessing or that you notice is available within others that are operating in a harmonious way with the light that they are. Nature does this really well, by the way, so those of you that that feel restored in nature, Um, or just beauty, the beauty of this world, and there are frequency ranges of beauty obviously, but inherent beauty that honors and encourages senses of well-being are a sign of their frequency range and what they call upon within you. And again, that experience will be unique. As you further align with the unique light of God the source light that you are you will more clearly notice and discern what is supporting your light as it is and what needs some adjustment and that's what we were talking about at the beginning when when our partner was sharing about our current energy flows and energy patterns there are some opportunities that that come across your awareness, I come across your your, uh, your radar, if you will, your desk, um, that just the way they are just as they are is just a perfect fit. It's like, yes, I can feel my light working in that opportunity. Wonderful. Very little decision-making, discernment process needed. It's a fit. It's a match. You can feel the alignment with it. You can feel the joy and the excitement about it. Easy. <laughs> And there are other opportunities or ways that you're creating opportunities for yourself that somebody else isn't offering you, you're setting them in motion. Where you may notice that the structure in place for the creation mechanism, or the way that others have created something similar, their own version of it, may not feel like a perfect match. And as you pause and reflect on why, what about what you are creating or what others are have created and are offering to share with you as an opportunity, what about it isn't quite feeling right to you? Is there flexibility in it? Might there be almost like a negotiation or collaboration where whatever that is could be reevaluated and reconsidered? Is there a way to deconstruct it in a way so that you aligning with the light of God that you are and aligned with creating outcomes where everybody wins, is there a way to redefine the creation or the opportunity so that everybody wins in a more holistic, um, clearly identified, clearly obvious, I guess we would say, manner. Sometimes in the midst of human creation and varying stages of consciousness, things are created that actually will eventually be redefined to be more honoring of all participants, of all the different layers and um, flavors of unique aspects of God that that it is meant and encouraged to to draw into the experience. But a lot of them aren't that way yet and there are signs of it. There's an ins, there's an there's a almost like a shakiness to its structure sometimes that it's not quite stable with the new levels of light that that you are calling upon in your field or that others in the experience are also calling upon in their field. That that sense of shakiness, we would say, is actually healthy. Um, But what we notice happening is that sometimes structures or organizations that are unstable as they are right now, there's so much love for what the original vision was that it's almost artificially kind of energized and propped up and that unstable, unsustainable organization or or energy structure or community or whatever it is, um, kind of lasts a little longer than it even needs to. And that sometimes by letting go of the structure, almost like letting go of a truth or a belief, you can let the inherent vision that it originally was to be rebirthed, to be reconsidered and reevaluated, to be realigned with the new levels of light that would create it anew, in a new fashion, in a new manner. That doesn't mean everything needs to be completely deconstructed, but you can notice more clearly what is a fit and what isn't. And sometimes it's just kind of obvious from a, from an e- without even fully investigating, it's like, ah, that doesn't feel right to the light that I am. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, continue forward with that creation or I'm not going to say yes to whatever that opportunity is Um, but sometimes it sometimes it isn't as obvious and there are just most of it works and the intention looks so good and yet there are just layers of it that feel like it's maybe supporting separation or supporting dependency or supporting lack um, and that it, it actually asks for sacrifice in, in the process, and uh, we're excited for you. <laughs> we're excited for humanity, and I and we know our partner has shared with people that she's worked with recently, that, that feel that excitement, that when something is unstable and not working, you can allow yourself, instead of to feel worry and fear about it, that you, that you can get excited that, oh it's not working yet for the light of God that we are. I wonder what we could create that may be even better for now. And then again, not overly getting attached to it, Because your states of evolution are so rapid and so profound right now that being very flexible in the way that you experience yourself, the organizations, the structures, the processes in which you operate and in which you operate with others in a sense of community are very, very, uh, they're more sustainable the more flexible and dynamic they are. The more you are willing, when somebody says, that doesn't fit me, Instead of, I mean, sometimes it is just not a fit, but sometimes it's an opportunity for, for evaluation. Well, why, that's, you know, when it's a surprise, right? When there's a part of you that you invite somebody to do something, um, or that you're creating something, and, and you're expecting, you know, it's to have a certain response, and people aren't responding, or they actually, you know, you have a dialogue with them, an email or live conversation, and you can see that they're operating from their light, in a way that you honor and you resonate with and somehow they're just not in resonance with it. Start a dialogue. What, and ask them questions. What is it about, you know, what, tell me, I, I sense you have hesitation. Would you be willing to share with me what you are consciously aware of that maybe isn't a match? I'd like to learn from the light of God that I know you are operating from. I would like to hear from your unique aspect of God what you see that I may not see. And you may still look at things differently, and that's okay. But your expansion from operating in your unique aspects of God so consciously is so uplifting, and it's so expanding. Trust yourself. Look for ways to be even more flexible in your energy field. Create anew. Explore different opportunities. We discourage self-judgment. <laughs> we see it limiting. A lot of amazing creations. We see you, you know, amidst yourself and meditation, and you get really excited about an idea, or you get really excited about a concept, uh, and then and then you lose steam, because that self-doubt comes in, and it's just like. Pfft all that beautiful love and light, joy of excitement, anticipation of what can be. It's like the air going out of a balloon when that self-doubt comes in. Use the self-doubt instead of a hammer (laughs) that just flattens everything flat. Use the self-doubt in another manner Ask the self-doubt, what are you concerned about exactly? What is the worst thing that could go wrong? This is an inner dialogue you can have with yourself. Um, the more that you're expanded, the more multidimensional you are. You aren't leaving those dimensions. Remember, dear ones, that third dimensional layer of you that even has self-doubts is still a valuable part of your experience. It may see things that you don't see. It's less equipped, yes, because it's less conscious than the highest highest dimensional range, ranges of frequencies and energy patterns that you are but it still may have something to offer you. And you may hone that vibration even more so by having a dialogue with it. Ask it, what is the worst thing that you feel could happen? What are you most afraid of? And when it says that I'll fail, that no one will show up, that no one will, you know, like what I do, then you can bring in more of your God voice that says, Well, do we do things only because other people will like it? Do we do that anymore? What if we love it? What if our ability to create from a sense of joy is so unique that no one else gets it, that no one else likes it? Are we going to further allow anyone else's experience hijack or override, overrule, our perspective and our initial experience with something. And then that little smaller, <laughs> more limited, less conscious, third, third dimensional voice will say, oh, well, okay, I guess I'm a, I'm a little less afraid. If we don't care what people think, then yeah, let's do it! <laughs> because if you address that and have that sort of inner dialogue, you'll, be, you'll feel more room for the light of God that you are, right? You'll feel more expansion, because there's more harmony in your inner personal energy field. And then you will become even less reliant on support from others' personal energy fields and feeling like you have to have a community to get something done. Communities are wonderful. And we also see that there are many, many aspects of empowerment and creation, et cetera, that you have within your own personal energy field that sometimes you condition it upon others participating or others um, being a part of that experience or co-collaborating with you. Those are fine. And yet sometimes that self-creation mechanism to create anew from within your own field is really, really a valuable process too it's a wonderful way to further hone and further bring online your own sovereignty. You notice it even more fully when you are doing things in a independent sort of fashion, okay? Remember it's all the light of God. This isn't a three-legged race, um, and sometimes the sense of community can almost be disempowering in terms of further experiencing and further trusting and calling upon the light of God that is within you, okay? The more that you are self-sustaining in your own light and your own creator ability, actually the more valuable of a partner you would be in a sense of community anyway, depending on how the community functions. (laughs) If it relies on self-sacrifice, and relies on uh, subservience, even if it's, even if it's not consciously aware of it, then, then no. (laughs) Your sovereignty is probably going to be shut down really, really quickly because it's a threat, yeah, to the system. And you get to decide if you're okay with that or not. (laughs) We're going to pause and get a drink. Alrighty. Oh, let's just take a little, almost like a mini break here. Roll your shoulders, please. Mm, backwards and then forwards. Wiggle your fingers, stretching your hands all the way out. Fingers spread far, far, far apart. Stretch, stretch, stretch. And then just folding in a fist and then expanding and then fisting expanding your fingers and your hands and then fisting and then just almost like pump that together to get the get this kind of energy settled into your body even more fully you may want to pet your knees a little bit pet your shoulders okay beautiful you may want to stretch your neck a little stretch your back oh good job okay Oh, let's see if there's any other layers of this that feel appropriate for today, given how much, how much we've already shared and offered um, so far in this message today. Are you having fun yet? <laughs> there are so many opportunities to be so so serious uh, in humanity and. And sometimes the desire to bring in seriousness and professionalism um, into your multi-dimensional ways of creating and being doesn't fit as well as it used to. So notice that. That sometimes, um, if you are sort of wired to want to be viewed or want to see yourself, know yourself as professional and mature and wise, um, is that a is that a fit for all the love? And joy that you are feeling just emanating from within you, perhaps on an increasing, uh, in in increasing levels on on a moment to moment basis in your life. Notice the way that you tend to operate and let that love and that joy filter into your fullness of your identity and allow yourself to reevaluate again and be flexible. Your sovereignty is rooted in your love and your joy. And that does not need to mean that you are anything but professional, anything but wise, anything but mature. And what did maturity mean anyway? What were the benefits of being mature? Being responsible, okay, we get that. When you are responsible for being your light, when you are holding yourself responsible for, when you were responding to your ability to be your God Essence, your sense of responsibility, your sense of what it means to be responsible, may not fit anymore with what it had meant to be mature. Um, ethics, integrity, that yes, can go along with maturity, that makes sense. Anyway, it's fun to play these games because some of the structures that you've been uh, playing with unconsciously may need an update for you to further evolve and further feel that God essence emanating within you. Some of the structures of humanity are unsustainable. Um, so just notice that within yourself when you feel, when you're feeling great and then all of a sudden you're in a certain experience or operating with a certain person or in a certain way and you kind of tend to, "Ah, ah, ah, ah," you know, "Mm, okay, I've got to be serious now. And that's fine. If you're, as long as you're conscious, we're just asking you to consciously choose (laughs) and consciously notice the contraction and the buttoning down (laughs) that we see (laughs) sometimes in your experience and we're not laughing at you like you're doing it wrong. We're just helping you remember the mastery that in the midst of unconsciousness there were a lot of things that that are done and have been done that don't need to be done that way anymore. You can redefine what it means to be mature, a mature person. Uh, rebuffs the idea of needing to sacrifice self for the for the sake of community. And (laughs) whatever it is, a mature, wise, loving soul can look for opportunities to recreate communities such that everyone is bringing and and seeking and allowing for and co-creating abundance so that there is no need to sacrifice for the sake of anything. The abundance of love and joy and an energy pattern from within your personal energy field that is aligned with the love and the abundance of God in the all that is doesn't require sacrifice like it used to in a third and fourth dimensional structure. There are many different truths and belief systems in enlightened quote-unquote or spiritual quote-unquote communities and societies that actually value sacrifice over abundance. Value suffering more than thriving and we notice that you're not even aware of it. Systems to support sacrifice, organizations that are designed and were created to help those that were lacking, if you think about it, are unsustainable in a version of humanity where there is only abundance. So it's a temporary structure to begin with. What are ways that you can completely redefine your truths, your beliefs, organizations that you've created or that you're a part of that help you foster and light the fire of God within every energy field within every human within all life within every experience calling upon the light of God the love the joy the abundance the well-being not just well-being but thriving that's available to all of us and that we are personally responsible for in all of our experiences, in the all that is, and in your humanness. You've always been responsible for it, but now you get to be conscious of it. (laughs) So it's exciting to, to even envision, to even consider what you will create from this new level of your beingness. It's beautiful and exciting what's underway. There are safety nets for those that aren't there yet. There's nothing wrong with that. And yet consciously choose where there is built into the structure structure or the organization a sense of dependence, perpetuating codependency. Yeah, it, it feels really good to help other people. It feels really good and our partner Jesus knows this too, to hand somebody a fish and watch them eat and watch them nourish themselves. And it also feels really, really good to give them even more valuable resources that are more than momentary, that are life changing. And there is a gap in linear time because what that person is probably asking for, and has been taught to ask for, is the fish. They've been programmed that they can't fish for themselves. They have training and a way of using their energy field that says they can't fish for themselves, or that they're not valuable, or that they're not another aspect of God, or that their value is diminished because of whatever situation they are experiencing in their humanity. Everything is an experience on Earth. And the separation age has a lot of different parts of it that will be reevaluated, will be kind of filtered through the dissemination of light that you are embodying so beautifully right now. Be flexible, be conscious, be aligned with the love of God in yourself and in others, even when they don't even know it's there yet. It feels good. It helps you operate in a highest good sort of way. It's very supportive of the new age and creating the new age, which is what you're doing. Okay. That feels complete. Notice anywhere in your energy field if you are feeling judged or judgment, okay? Just take a nice deep breath, please. Notice anywhere in your energy field where you are feeling defensive, insecure, anything else that just doesn't feel good. Any, any part of your energy field right now. This is, this can be a, a difficult message for some, for some people. Notice where that sense of irritation or whatever it is in you, where it is. Ask it questions. Why are you mad? Why are you feeling small all of a sudden? What is it about what was shared in this message that is so loving of us and so loving of all of humanity? What was it that we thought we heard that bothers us? What was it that we are identifying with that they're asking us to be flexible about that makes us feel like something is being taken away or that we need to hang on really really tight To something or we may lose our sense of purpose and value. Your purpose and value was never about what you do. It's not even about what you create. Your love and purpose is who you are as a unique aspect of God. Whatever you do, whatever you ever have done, whatever you will do, whatever you have created, will create, are creating, y- no matter what any of that is, no matter what level of light that is or isn't, no, whether, what, no matter whether that perpetuates separation or amazing levels of the platinum age where everybody wins, none of that changes the reality that you are purposeful and valuable as the unique aspect of God that you are across all of those experiences across any experience any timeline across all timelines and where there are no timelines in the all that is you are a unique aspect of God and we know it feels amazing to create and to be in a way where your value and your purpose is noticeable and validated by others. But it never changes the true value and purpose that you are no matter what. Do you see how this is helping you further remember unconditional love? Unconditional love the framework of love of God being restored within your human energy field the personal energy field from which you experience your humanness the restoration of sovereignty of consciously choosing and not judging it when you're unconsciously choosing or when you don't like what you've created when you know you want to try something different next time. It doesn't change the fact that you are love eternally and infinitely. So be gentle with yourself. Celebrate all the opportunities you have and consistently have and are expanding. Those choices are expanding in ways that you be you. Ways that you are you. Notice the the inflexibility, notice the rigidity that you have within your own personal energy field and that you are asked or that you create to engage with in your kind of human experience that looks like it's out there. Notice where your light feels lessened or diminished and choose. Thank you. This is a very, very unique way that we get to share. It is unstructured. And the way that our partner has felt guided by herself slash us, this team experience that she is a part of, is always looking for, (laughs) in the midst of creating ways to share, is always looking for little strings attached or little, perhaps potential impositions in her freedom to be and express the light of God that she chooses to, to share and be and know and experience. So it offers us an opportunity to be with you in a way that is very unique and very special from our perspective. And many of you can feel that uniqueness in what you what you are co-creating and slash receiving. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everything that you are, everything that you ever were, and everything that you will be. Create, love, and appreciate your creations that are rooted in love and the creations of others that are so clearly rooted in love, perpetuating love, and so it is. Nice deep breath, please. Okay. We're just going to do a very brief meditation activation here. Please close your eyes, put your feet flat on the floor, palms up on your knees, or whatever way that you feel guided, the way, whatever way you feel the most centered and uh, open to the light within you. Okay, nice deep breath. Visualize or imagine a source of light within the center of your energy field that is growing and expanding as you pay attention to it. Allow that light to just flood and fully (laughs) engulf your entire personal energy field, however big you like to experience your personal energy field. Is it arm's reach? Is it as big as the room that you're in? Is it as big as the building that you're in? Does it reach the sky if you're sitting outside? Does it go deep into the earth? Anchoring you and stabilizing you with our beloved partner, sibling in this relationship, Gaia, also known as Terra. Let this light tune you like little bubbles, it may feel like, or little, uh, little squigglies, almost within your personal energy field. Let it calibrate you to the light of God that you are eternally, captivating your sovereignty within your humanity, nurturing the light of God that you already have remembered. And supporting the further expansion of light that you know has no boundaries and no limits even in your human awareness even in your human human experiencing even in your physicality the boundlessness the limitlessness the true infinite nature of the love of God being so supported so affirmed within your personal energy field that that is your core identity and everything you are can fit and be reconciled with this eternal state of love that you are. Allow this calibration to continue in your personal energy field. As you go about your your hours and days and weeks or months even going forward in your journey, let this light help attune you to more and more light-based experiences and creations that emanate from you or that emanate from others. Expect the light of God in every experience. You will not be disappointed. And you will see the ever-expanding properties, the true quantumness that is destined, that you have created as the infrastructure for this dawning age that you, dear ones, are setting in motion so beautifully. You heard us today. We can feel it. You did it in your own unique way. You may want to listen to this several times over the next year even because you'll get another layer of it. And this is what interdimensional communication is all about. Multiple layers that unfold and seed for you as you foster and water the seeds of those experiences in your own life, in your own journey. Yeah, you're the planter, you're the harvester, and you're the seedling all at once. All of it rooted in light. And so it is. Nice, deep breath. (sighs) Okay, stretch your back, twist your back from side to side, rotating your upper body. Oh, good job. Oh, our partner's very tight. Okay, rotate your ankles, wiggle your toes, flip your ankles from side to side wiggle your body (laughs) Uh. (laughs) let the light of you settle into your physical body your physical body is under under a dramatic change (laughs) it is very quantumly adjusting to the light that you are allowing into your field into your consciousness from within it is sourced at the root of who and what you are which is everything it's the all that is it's inside of you remember that sock twisting inside out a genius creation that you did where it looks like everything is outside of you and the stargates a beautiful star its sun in your sky it's actually at the root of your heart genius <laughs> beautiful oh beautifully done Oh my gosh. Look at what we've done today. Look at what you did. Look at what you are. Notice how you feel right now. Do you feel more alive than you did 90 minutes ago? Me too. Me too. Restoring the light, resurrecting ourselves, recreating ourselves, creating a new, not just re, but new, (laughs) new creations. Okay. Beautiful. We'll do a quick closing here. My website is www.ThePlatinumAge.com. Um, I'm transitioning from the old website, hopefully soon, to the new website. Um, when you click on www.ThePlatinumAge.com you get to the Beacon for Worker site. It has this cool celestial kind of scene and I love that website. I started that one in Um, That version of it, that design of it has been in place for a couple years now and I just am ready for something new. So, um, I love it. I'm very excited about the new one and hope I get to share it soon. I know I've been saying that for a while though. Anyway, (laughs) Um, thank you for all that you are. Thank you for partnering with us in this experience. It's our delight to share and uh, support you in your process, and I honor you and your choices and all the different ways that you can experience yourself. So if there's anything that we're doing that's supportive of you, it's it's delightful for us to share. Okay. Uh, we did launch an amazing set of, um, uh, it's a 10-week experience. It's called Etness. Uh, ETNAS is Embracing the New Energy Series and we just launched it this week so those that uh, may feel led to join us please uh, you can still join us for that and the best way to find that is on the website uh, www.theplatinumage.com and right under you can go into purchase or donate or online classes and you'll see online classes embracing the new energies and there you go 10-week light body activation and I launched um, session one on Sunday and I'm creating them as I go throughout the week and then I post it and upload it on our member site for the page for this experience and then we have a live call every Thursday so you're not too late Um, it's only Tuesday (laughs) so and even if you get a little bit behind and start a little bit later that's okay I'm okay with that Um, I trust you and your ability to discern for yourself what is in your highest good related to this so all of its everything that we're doing is recorded and it will be available to you if you want to join at any point that may feel divine and in resonance with you in your experience. So that's an opportunity. Uh, we have many many remembering workshops that are archived and um, my goodness what we shared last week um, that was number 27. You don't have to take them in order. Um, that <laughs> yeah, you may want to check that out. <laughs> those are two hours. The remembering workshops, and we always have at least 20 minutes or something for Q and A, where you get to ask questions and things like that. And in that environment, it feels so conducive to conversation and Q and A uh, and those sorts of things. So good stuff, lots of new projects underway for me. I feel very inspired and very motivated and very energized for uh, creating different things and I'm having a lot of fun with that. So I look forward to further ways that we can offer support and if it meets your needs, great. And if it doesn't, do you know what, that's great too because I have a lot of fun sharing (laughs) no matter who decides to engage with it or not. So thank you for all that you are. You are a unique aspect of God and what you bring to this human experience and this shift of ages and your partnership with Gaia is unique and special. So you are valuable and you are purposeful no matter what you are noticing about yourself or creating about yourself. Trust that your experience is valuable and that you are adding value to the all that is. And there are different ways that we feel that and notice that and are consciously aware of it. Good stuff. Okay. I love you. Love and blessings to each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Until next time, (laughs) bye-bye.